friends, thanks again for listening to Friendship State of Mind. We hope that wherever you are listening to us this week, that you are safe mentally, emotionally, and physically. We hope that wherever you go out to this week, whether that's work, friends, or with people you may not know, that you are masked up, socially distancing, and making sure you're taking care of yourself as well as others by keeping yourself safe and others protected with these measures. Thanks again for listening to us, and we'll see y'all back at the podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back for another week of Friendship State of Mind. I am your host, Amanda, and I'm here with my boy. Your boy. Juan Garza, my husband. He's back. Back again. So, thank you. So, I I see the look in your eyes. We're going to shut it down. I'm so excited. So, (laughs) we missed a week. And it was because of today's topic, which is school started. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. So excited. Um, we have a lot of thoughts about that. So that's mm-hmm. why we dedicated a whole episode today. Um, <clears throat> before we even get into that, um, Juan's going to be actually leading a lot of this. Am I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, you are. Um, but how was your week? It was good. Um, I feel like... It just kind of went by. I didn't experience the typical uh, work week mm-hmm. as uh, y'all hardcore teachers out there. Um, just because I am teaching voice lessons online. Right. And it's just a shorter stint than y'all who are in front of the computer from eight till three or, you know, however y'all are suffering out there virtually. However we're or suffering. So, you know, so I, I make my own schedule. So it hasn't been terrible, but I've mm-hmm. been doing this since like March. So I'm kind of just used to it. You That's know? true. You've gotten accustomed um, to it. <clears throat> but um, it's, been a, <laughs> it's been a fun week. <laughs> yeah, both of us got flat tires. Yeah. So that was fun. That was rough. That was great. <laughs> Loved it. We were so thrilled about a good that. Time. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. I started online teaching. You did. How was yours? Was it fun? And fun is not the correct adjective. <laughs> um, it was new. Mm-hmm. It was interesting. Yeah. In some ways, it was exciting, but mostly just it's it's very scary when you are learning with the kids. Ab- mm-hmm. At the same time, because as a teacher, you're always learning. <clears throat> sure. But the kids depend on you to teach them. Right. So if you're learning with them. Right. You're like, oh, gosh, right. I need to step it up. But nobody has any answers. And a lot of anything. teachers would take that as like, you know, if you're giving a lesson, but you're learning your lesson as you're giving it, you know, veteran teachers like yourself would be like, you know, what are they doing? Do they know it? Why are they teaching right. it? And you're like, but I have to because COVID. You know, right. what I mean? and so, so you're like terrified, right, right. and you don't even know what you're terrified of. Right, you just know it's not normal, mm-hmm. so you stay in this state of being mm-hmm. terrified. So, um, when we come back, we're going to talk about, um, you know, other people in other districts about their personal experiences, and later we'll get to some of the biggest struggles we've had with online teaching and how you can help your teachers. So stick with us.
One of the things I really miss the most right now in this time of uncertainty is music. Juan and I both have colleagues and friends that have lost the majority or all of their gigs and jobs in fine arts because we can't be in large groups of people to celebrate photography, concerts, opera, musicals, you name it, it's not there right now. And many of these artists are struggling more than ever. If you are a supporter or a fan of musicals, acting, movies, any sort of fine arts or performing to some capacity, we're going to leave links in our description so that way you can donate. Five cents, five dollars, anything you can give will be so helpful to any of these organizations. Thank you guys for checking it out. Thank you for supporting our friends and our loved ones during this tough time. And we'll see you back at the podcast. I know I had to beat you to it. I'm you sorry. did, because now you're leading this part mm, of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, so. The reason why Juan's leading it is because I'm a public school teacher, and so it would be kind of weird for him to just sit here. And while you talk about Right. Like, that feels, number one, a little How narcissistic. Could you? And number two, just really awkward planning in mm-hmm. the format. So. Yeah. Yeah. So you said you were going to talk about other school districts, right? I'm going to talk about other school districts. Uh-huh. Yeah. So what about these other school districts? What What have they been kind of facing that you've learned about? So there's been, I have friends in different districts mm-hmm. and we're going to keep them confidential for safety measures. Mm-hmm. Um, because for those of you who don't know that are not in Texas, um, because I know some of you live out of state or out of country. In the state of Texas or the United States, it's the right to work state. Um, And we do have teacher unions and things like that, but they're basically there to tell you what laws and rights you have that can protect you Mm -hmm. and the laws and rights you have that won't protect you. Right. So you can't just leave because you're not comfortable with the pandemic. Teachers have. Don't kid yourself. But these districts I'm about to tell you about... Because they're Texas teachers specifically, unless they have a huge emergency or downfall, they can't leave. Right. And this is all information, of course, that anyone can find online Mm -hmm. when they look up any district's protocol. You know, they're trying to figure out what is the answer or the solution. Yeah, but see, here's the thing. There's not a clear answer for this problem because I've, I've had people come to me like online specifically and be like, you know, we need to send kids back to school because they need it for their social well-being. I don't disagree that I want their social well-being to be good, but think about a bunch of first graders in a room Mm -hmm. while they are growing on their social skills at a Mm -hmm. very prominent time and they have to be six feet away. They can't play with each other at recess or shouldn't be probably. Mm -hmm. And they're just isolated Mm -hmm. rather than being at home around other people or maybe quarantining with other kids. Some people have been doing that. Right. And it's, it's, it could be very detrimental actually. And Mm -hmm. God forbid, God forbid, I don't wish this, a student dies Mm -hmm. or a teacher dies. Yeah. And we just keep going. Mm -hmm. Or they just get very sick and they're just kind their body is scarred. 
You right. know what I mean? They And we're they, finding out new information about COVID all the time. We don't know right. what scarring effects it could have. Right. So it there's not a clear answer. I understand like for single parents it's extremely hard because it's mm-hmm. like how do I leave my second grade child at home? It's, it's easier if your kids are older, but how do I leave my child at home? Mm-hmm. And what some people have started doing is they have like in their neighborhood, they'll have maybe six kids or something around the same grade level. Yeah. And then they'll get a teacher or a retired teacher or someone to private teach just them mm-hmm. the curriculum they need and start homeschooling that private group because they know who's in that quarantine bubble with them. Right. It's a very smart thing. Mm-hmm. And some teachers have left because that actually pays better mm. than what the districts can pay some of us. Well. Right. Yeah. that It's a tough time for everyone everyone has to make the sacrifices and Mm -hmm. you know when you realize that everyone isn't the same everyone Mm -hmm. isn't facing the same issues Mm -hmm. you're able to have some empathy and you're like let me think in someone else's shoes real quick well and i got mad i saw someone post like three weeks ago it said 2020 will be the death Mm -hmm. of the single mother and i was like Yes, but also it could be the death of us too. Like there's no equal level playing field happening from a lot of people. Mm. So that's why when you say like, you know, what is the answer or what answer do you think? Nobody has one. Mm. But I think at the same time, nobody has one, including you who think that you do have one. Mm -hmm. There's not an answer for everybody on this. And I know, of course, you know, I've talked to my mom about how she's she's a teacher, Mm -hmm. you know, and... Obviously, my wonderful mother-in-law, my other mom, I love you, is uh, a teacher as well. How's mm-hmm. she doing with it? Because my mom is virtual, so she's doing her own thing with right. her first graders. Right. What's so what's going on with yours? My mom is hybrid, which uh-huh. means they have the option to mm-hmm. learn from home and or be in the school. Mm-hmm. What scares me about that is they're basically having teachers do two jobs at once because you have to pre-record your lessons for the kids at home. Uh-huh. And then for the kids in person, you have to plan that same lesson. Hmm. And so you don't really know your pacing online because it's pre-recorded, so nobody's there to ask questions. You don't know mm-hmm. how fast or slow to go. Even though they can rewind and whatnot, it's still very tricky. Hmm. And then on top of that, she's having to see kids face-to-face because there are parents who cannot you know, have their kid at home Mm -hmm. because she teaches fourth grade Mm -hmm. and people don't feel comfortable with that. And I understand, Mm -hmm. um, some people do, and that's fine too, but you know, she's having to do both. And on top of that, her health is not great. Mm -hmm. And I'm worried that the stress of this and the, the lack of knowledge about this virus is going to really hurt her. And I'm Mm -hmm. worried about it. Not because my mom's not a strong lady. She's a very strong lady. But with all of those things combined, it's kind of a perfect storm. Right. And she's immunocompromised, too. Right. Like, we don't really know what she has, but her system is just not the best. And they've tested for a lot of different things. And the district is not trying to put them in harm's way, but they're also trying to accommodate parents. And when the parents are the people who pay certain salaries, to a point, you have to appease them. Right. And that's what also gets hard. But you can't let them run over you because then you have no teachers. It's it's this really vicious yeah. cycle mm-hmm. so like you said i had friends mm-hmm. um and again we'll keep them confidential i have one friend who's doing hybrid up in the dallas area i'm not going to specify a district but she is doing the very best she can um teaches a science class up there for high school 
and they have to pre-record their lessons, share them, mm-hmm. and then come on with what's called synchronous learning, which is um, online meeting all together at the same time mm-hmm. and go over if they understand it. Right. So they're pre-recording, then they go on that synchronous, and then they still have the homework mm-hmm. and doing that. But then I have some friends like in the Austin ISD, or not Austin, I don't want to say Austin ISD, independent school districts in Austin, that's what mm-hmm. I meant, who are just going straight face-to-face. Right. Which is and dangerous. that's terrifying because right. we don't know where your child has been. Mm-hmm. They may have even just only gone to HEB, mm-hmm. but that's still people we don't know who have what. Right. And so you don't want to keep your child in a bubble either, but at the same right. time, like, I've had to discuss with you... Mm-hmm plans for if and when I catch this, mm-hmm. if and when we do go back, mm-hmm. what will happen? Mm-hmm. I've had to discuss that with my head director. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to discuss that. Mm-hmm. And nobody can take days off, especially in districts like Austin. I or I keep saying Austin ISD, independent school districts within Austin. Right. Because they have to go ahead and plan to get it. Right. I think in along the way people forgot that COVID has killed many people Mm -hmm. and they choose to view the happier side of the story and they say i'm just scarred or i'm just sick and that's already bad or now i have just antibodies or now i'm just immune or now i'm just whatever Mm -hmm. when you forget that many people don't have that and now and it's just and now i'm dead right so you know it is a real uh, fear that everyone should have. That's Norbert. Hi. Norbert wants to join the conversation. Hey, hello. Hello, Speaking buddy. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, it's not something to be taken lightly, and like you said, there is no clear answer for everyone because everyone comes from a different place. Mm-hmm. But I think the main issue is that the children do need an education. Yes. And however they are receiving it mm-hmm. is what the teachers will do right so basically they're doing their best to try to make it happen also public service announcement we don't know anything ahead of you guys Mm. we never do we are constantly what i was saying before we are always on edge Mm -hmm. because we don't know what the next move would be for all we know in two weeks the district's going to shut down again and i'm not talking about mine specifically i'm talking about anybody's Right. Depending on the number of cases in that area, what medical uh-huh. professionals say, what happens at the schools, what happens virtually, we don't know anything. Right. And so when people say teachers are doing this, teachers are doing that, we're solely the messenger. Mm-hmm. We have no control over mm-hmm. anything that happens. Right. And that's really frustrating because people will kind of, in a way, attack us to a degree when we're just like, listen, we have to carry out your child's education. This mm-hmm. is what we've been told. If you don't like it, we can't change it. Is that verbally? <clears throat> verbally. Verbally. Yeah, I was like verbally attack. Yeah, no, um, no one's physically come to attack re- me yet. Attack teachers about yeah. this. Um, and also, parents forget that they are also teachers in their own respect. You know, but and that's a dangerous game. No, it is no, but I mean teachers as in like I teach you how to eat at the table. Oh, I, I teach, teach you, you how to be respectful. I teach. Well, I just teach you how to act. I teach mm. you how to put your clothes on. You know, I teach you right. these things. And if they understood how hard it was to potty train little Johnny, how is it going to be any easier to to teach teach Johnny long division? Right. Right. So, you know, the issue is you have to remember that 
this is your child that mm-hmm. they are handling and you know your child better than anyone else and you sure do like to say that right when you're making an excuse for it's him also so. <laughs> my favorite thing when we see people that are not even in education they don't yeah. have a child in it mm-hmm. they have no educators around them some of them are this stupid and the, and i will say stupid oh. some of them are i know some of them are this stupid and they have educators in their family right like someone posted today that said if schools are not open then parents should be paid right like how rude we're we're working with new systems and other things that we'll explain here in a little bit about the new systems that we are constantly trying to get ahead of that are updating and upgrading Mm -hmm. that we're having to relearn like every three days right but you know let's not pay us it's 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 fine Mm -hmm. it's fine we don't get paid anything anyway Mm -hmm. but it's fine you're right so all right when we come back um juan's gonna ask me more questions whatever Uh, you're gonna ask me i don't know you'll find out i guess so all right so stick with Mm -hmm. us Hey guys, we just wanted to give a quick shout out to all of our frontline workers that are out there fighting this every day for us, whether that's medically, whether that's shipping, whether that's grocery, whatever you do, we want to thank you here from Friendship State of Mind for doing your part and risking what you have to risk every day to keep everything functioning afloat and doing your best to meet everyone's needs. If you're a nurse or one of the frontline workers, please don't be afraid to text me, call me or Allison, and we will be happy to buy you a cup of coffee, send you notes of encouragement, whatever you need, because we are in this together. So everyone encourage your frontline workers. If you know them, we're so thankful for you all. And we'll see you back at the podcast. You're so good at it's this. It's me again, if you forgot. <laughs> the You're so good host at this. with the most. The, yeah. The king of the questions. I was ready for you to do something else with most. I was with like the, the coast, most, the roast. The the boast. I am oh, okay. I am the best at these questions. Thank you. So I have some <laughs> questions, obviously. Um so I just have to take it in because these are just like life-changing questions, right? A thousand percent. So in your Why are experience, you yelling? <laughs> what have been the most heinous, egregious struggles that you have I faced? I really waited for crimes on that. Um, that you have faced um, in online synchronous learning with the beautiful children that you see in your class. Are you like Pride and Prejudice like <laughs> describing each piece of grass and no, it's time? No, I mean, that, I was just saying words, but yeah. You're right. Pride, okay. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, um, there are two things. There is synchronous learning and asynchronous learning. And these are terms for when you virtually learn. Synchronous is when all of the students meet at one time with the teacher online and have a class virtually. Asynchronous is when you are given work or a lesson to do on your 
your own. And then you were, you will at some point return back to synchronous learning to check in with that teacher or to be given feedback of some nature. Right. We are 100% virtual right now. And we have been lucky to be given the option to work from home if need be. Mm-hmm. I am not what I would call completely immunocompromised, mm-hmm. but I am at a higher risk group. Um, I have mild to moderate asthma and I have a severe grass allergy. So we don't want you to go back. Right. Basically, that's that's what we're saying. Um, right. And also, you know, y'all college kids out there, it's basically like an online class where your teacher gives you assignments to do, but you still have to come to the lecture every Monday, you know, from five to nine. Well, with us specifically- Y'all have stuck there. From all all day. day. (laughs) All day, which is different. That's why it's not just like online. No, it's like you are here, I am here. Right. We are all together. So to give you guys a glimpse- Thank you. (laughs) To give you guys a glimpse of our schedule. We start at 9 a.m. with our first class, and on Monday, Tuesday, and then Thursday and Friday, we have block days. Yes. And so we see four of the eight classes, and each class will go for an hour. And so imagine being just with, a, just being with children for an hour in general, and I teach choir, so there can be up to 50 kids in a room, and that's face-to-face. So imagine online when you have kids like the biggest struggle question you're asking kids who won't turn on their camera and you're like Mm -hmm. why is that important well choirs are participation class if i can't see you moving your mouth i can't give you a grade right i can't do it you don't want everyone unmiked because there would be lag there would be technical difficulties Mm -hmm. it could shut off the sound so we have them all mute just as long as we can see you and you open your mouth like it's not hard Um, the other thing that we're dealing with is because we're online so much, the last two hours of the day are for asynchronous time for the kids to do assignments basically to make sure they understood the material taught. We cannot publish that until the classes are done. So you have to right after that last class for the day, rush over to Schoology and either you write in everything really quick to make sure it's published by two thirty mm-hmm. um, or three, whatever time we end that day for the block, or you have to go unpublished from all the class, or you have to publish to all the classes if it's written up, which is right. typically what you do, mm-hmm. and make sure that it's there because if it's not there by two thirty, those kids will email you and be like, "Where's my assignment? Where's my assignment?" And right. it's because they don't want to get in trouble. It's right. not because of anything mean, but they don't understand that it takes a couple minutes for us to get over there. Mm-hmm. So. Um, another problem we've run into because it's all virtual, you have kids of the multiple district, like brothers and sisters in the Uh same household. So you, what is Norbert doing? He is sighing. Okay. I was like, does he have input on this conversation? He's frustrated for you. Okay. Thanks buddy. So (laughs) we have kids who have siblings that are doing online learning as well. Yeah. The problem is, is there will sometimes be siblings that come in and try to disrupt their time on purpose, like play fight with them or distract Mm -hmm. them and make them laugh. And it takes away from their learning. And so we have to email parents about not even that student, but a kid we don't even know about and say, little Timmy's younger brother, Jake, Mm -hmm. was in the picture 
and was messing with him and taking away from his learning time. Mm -hmm. And so then it's like we're talking about this kid that we don't even know. And it, it's really weird. Why did the way you said Jake? Because I, I it reminded me of uh, y'all like Key and Peele. I know you do. <laughs> when Mr. Garvey comes in and says Blake. Oh, Balake? Yeah, Balake. He's like, my name's Blake. Oh, He's yeah. Like, because I didn't know what to come up. I was right. like, what's another Jake. name? Because um, yeah. typically when I talk about students, their names either go by... Timmy, little Timmy, or Seuss. Becky. Oh, Becky, I like that. Susie, Susie. Is, a, is an occasional one that she'll right. put in there. But that, those are some really big struggles. And then, like, if you don't get your settings right, the kids can have the ability to kick you out of the meeting. That's terrible. Yeah, and they can have the ability to mute other people if you didn't set your settings right. Mm -hmm. And you're like, that's such an easy concept. If you don't know Microsoft Teams in and out, which most of us didn't because we're not IT people... Right. Then these kids can take advantage of you really quick. Right. You know, and people like my, my poor mom and your mom, mm -hmm. we're trying to keep up as millennials with this technology as teachers right now. We're doing okay, mm -hmm. but it's still overwhelming. I can't imagine them. Right. You know, that's so much harder on them because they didn't grow up with as much tech technology basis. Not in terms of video calling. Right. You know what I mean? Like, they were... They were happy when they, you know, just had a TV. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Right. And they were excited. They had a corded phone. They and they like, had a microwave. Woohoo! You know, I'm right. making them sound like they're so old. <laughs> um, you had an icebox. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not a fridge. Well, and you also have to remember the platform we're using, for example, Microsoft Teams, a lot of people are using, number one, because it's more user-friendly. Mm -hmm. You're able to find things easier. Academically based. Yes. In many ways. But number two... Microsoft Teams was primarily used for tutoring mm -hmm. or for private instruction of some sort, kind of like what you do. Yeah. Or it was used for, like, conference calls. Right. It was never intended, to, to my belief, to be this huge thing it, it has had to become now. There were, before the pandemic, there were a couple thousand on it a day, which mm -hmm. makes sense. Right. Now, every day, there are three million people trying to video chat on Microsoft wow. Microsoft Teams alone. So many imagine, people. Imagine Zoom. Mm -hmm. Imagine Skype. Mm -hmm. Imagine, I don't know. FaceTime. FaceTime, you know, whatever else. And systems weren't made for that. So now they're right. having to build at a more frantic state, too, mm -hmm. to keep up. Like, the system crashed on us on Wednesday, eighth period. Mm -hmm. They got a class, but they didn't because so many people were getting kicked in and out of the meeting just by the system, not even right. by another kid. Um, so those have, those have definitely been the biggest struggles. Yeah. So. So what do you feel is a way that the listeners mm -hmm. and the loyal fans <laughs> all across the world can mm -hmm. help teachers in this time of immense struggle? You have such good adjectives. <laughs> no, <laughs> How y'all gonna help? <laughs> so if you're gonna help... Number one, there is such thing, and this is going to be like very hoity-toity, politically correct, but it's it's important. It's okay is, to be correct. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is when there is when people say, "Well, nurses did it, so you can do it." Please don't say that. And it's not because we don't admire nurses; we admire the heck out of nurses. That's not it at all. But our jobs are very different. And I'm glad that nurses were able to do what they do, but they're still struggling. They are still wiped out. They are still 
going with the learning curve in a different way, but kind mm. of like we are. I understand the meaning of like, hey, these people had to really turn around their job really quick so you can do it. But again, it's a different job. So make right. sure when you talk to a teacher, it's not just like, oh, well, you can do it. You're going to be fine. We know we, we're going to do it because at the end of the day, to be quite frank with all of you, we have to do it. Right. We have to make it work. It, it, right. We don't get another option because these kids have to succeed and we want them to succeed. So make sure when you do reach out, just ask them how they're doing. Don't tell them, hey, how are you doing? You know, you're going to get through this. You're going to be fine. Probably. Mm -hmm. It may not feel like it on that day when the system has crashed three times. We've had to split up siblings virtually somehow. Mm -hmm. And we've had to email five parents on top of doing three different assignments. Right. You know, um, send caffeine, please, for the love of God. Find out their Venmos or their PayPals. Send caffeine. Send caffeine. And I think above all, just don't come to them and act like they know all of the answers, which is hard because mm. you go to a teacher for answers. Right. So I understand. But don't go to them and assume, why, why did your district do this or what? We don't know. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing, even before this pandemic, we were in the dark still about a lot of stuff. Right. But now we're really in the dark about a lot of things. So mm -hmm. if if you want questions, email the district, email um, somebody on the board, one of their secretaries or the principal. Don't don't come to the teacher unless it's something specific to the class. Right. Because odds are we don't know any more than you do, unfortunately. Right. And what hope can you offer the parents listening? I will say that your kids are happy to be back in class for the most part. Um, mm. There's about like 15% that are laying in bed in their covers and we don't allow our kids to do that mm -hmm. solely because they have to sing and you can't be laying in your bed while singing. You could, but it's not going to well, be productive. Well, it's a school atmosphere. Right. You know what I mean? The, t the teachers and the districts and the people who, you know, these educators, these well-learned educators want kids who still be in the routine mm -hmm. of getting ready, going to class, you right. know, because it gives you something to look forward to and mm -hmm. something that keeps the normalcy. Right. It's not a way of playing it off like it didn't happen, but mm -hmm. it's just saying, hey, you want to get up early. You want to eat breakfast. You want to go to school. You want to have structure. You know what I mean? And the thing is that some, that some is the norm for, you know, some people who aren't even like before the pandemic, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like I think about, um, it's that one thing that, um, our friend Kelsey does. VIP kid. Right. VIP mm -hmm. kid. Um, a lot of the children that she was teaching from China, right. Mm -hmm. To learn English, you know, they learn synchronously like that. You know what I mean? She actually had a kid today. It's funny you bring that up. She mm -hmm. had a kid today that she asked, when is the last time you went to school? Cause that child's about to mm -hmm. go back to school. Yeah. That kid didn't remember. Right. They, they because they had just become so accustomed to the routine right. of all because they VIP kid is a way to teach English like what Juan said, right. but then they go to regular school on top of that right. and then they come home to learn English. Right. But it, it, either way, you know what I mean? Th this mm -hmm. this um is just a change of the norm from what we're used to here, mm -hmm. at least in Texas. Right. But in no way do we want it to be the new norm, but establishing routines is a healthy way of reminding us that we are still in control 
of our own lives. Right. And I think that's been the best part is it has forced kids to take a new responsibility. And I know some of you hearing that may be kind of bothered, but self-discipline and self-responsibility is really good. And that's one of the reasons I love choir is because of the self-discipline. It made me extremely ambitious on my own. Mm -hmm. And because in music, you if you're if you don't practice just like sports, mm-hmm. if you don't dedicate your time, yeah, it's not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Whereas with the core classes, you still have to dedicate your time. Absolutely, mm-hmm. you still have to work on things. You still have to work for your grades. But there's some subjects you're very naturally good at. With sports or fine arts, talent can only get you so far to a level, and then you've met your end, and then you have to work hard. I, that hits different for every kid. Mm-hmm. But it because it's so foreign, because it's kinesthetic and mental and mm-hmm. all of these things at the same time, it's they, they ingrain self-discipline into themselves, and they don't even see it, which is great. Mm-hmm. And there was even a kid Friday, and he was pretty quiet throughout the whole class. Yeah. And we get to the last minute of class and we're doing final attendance checks, making sure this person did not come in and this person didn't leave early. And the kid turns on his mic without being prompted and they're not supposed to do that. But he was like, we're going to act like this is not happening. And I was like, what what do you mean? Are you okay? Mm -hmm. Like, do you have a question? He said, we're going to act like this isn't happening. The class isn't ending. We have 30 more minutes Mm -hmm. and it's Friday afternoon. You would think that like they'd be done. And a lot of them were, I will also say your kids have been so patient Mm -hmm. for the most part. At least from what I have experienced. Anytime we have a glitch in the system, Norbert's really hyped about this. Mm-hmm. Anytime we have a glitch in the system, anytime that someone freezes, they are never angry. They are never just like, oh my gosh, why can't you do it? They're just be, they'll be like, Miss Garza, you're glitching, or Miss Garza, you froze, and they'll let me know. Mm-hmm. But they have been more patient than the adults have. Well, I mean, and they're used to it. You know, Gen mm-hmm. Z, you know, this is all I've ever known. Well, I mean, they'd be past Gen Z, but yeah, like... What are they? Though? I don't know. That they I don't know either. I don't Research either. it, guys. <laughs> um, but, but they've been so incredibly patient. And I told them that on Friday. I said, you've mm-hmm. been more patient than most adults have with this. And that's, that's very commendable. Yeah. So, um... They're echo boomers. Echo boomers. It's a, it's a term. Look it up. Okay. Google it, as Google, they say. Don't ask a teacher. We're tired. Okay. So, well, thanks, Bay, for leading yeah. today's discussion. You're welcome. I'm incredible, I know. You really are. <laughs> we'll see if he gets to come back as the Doubt host. It. Okay. <laughs> but from Norbert, Juan, and myself, we hope you're staying safe. Um, check on your teacher friends. We are scared. Take care um, of your parents. Take care of your parents. Love your children. We are going to be okay. You're not mm-hmm. wrong, but let us have this time to kind of gather our feelings and ourselves and just be just be kind and do your part. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Any well, last thank words? you for joining us. Oh my gosh, you're yeah. so welcome. <laughs> All right guys, we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.